Hey listeners, my name is Elisha, the founder of the Witnesses Podcast. It's so beautiful to have you listening to our podcast. And I want you to know something that that means a whole lot to me. Thank you for tuning in. And one thing I love to tell all of our listeners is, it's not just about you listening, but listening to understand. Understanding is the most important thing. So important. So, you have to listen, learn, and practice. Thank you so very much and happy listening. City, your state, your community, I tell you that's just the only way. You've got to move. It isn't going to collapse because God is able to sustain my marriage. Had it been he or she can see, he or she will be able to tell that this person is innocent. We are the enemies. You get it now? That's why you see Jesus said, love your enemies. Do good to them that hurt you. Because Jesus understands. Glory be to God in the eyes of Father mercies. Good, beautiful morning to you all. God bless you abundantly. And it is where we say in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you so very much for always creating our time to listening to our podcast. Like I say all the time, it means a whole lot to me. Thank you and God bless you. Alright, so, you know, we began a series. Okay, called to work in power and... We started the series 2 with the story about how God raised that dead boy back to life. And ever since then, we've not been able to proceed with the series. And that's because of our program, The Author's Book Show. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to our guest, Heather Hancock. She's such a beautiful and brilliant guest, I tell you. Okay, so in her book titled Sister Lost, so, so, so great and impactful. And I want you to go get a copy if you haven't. So important. Okay, God bless you so much. Amen. Okay, so now let us continue from where we stopped. So the title for today's series is Mr. Jairus. Mr. Jairus. You got that? Yeah. So, don't forget that we're still on that topic. Okay, so it's broken into a series. Okay. You know, we talked about call to work in power and I shared with you the story of mine and how God raised that little boy back to life. Yeah. Which is for you to know that we were called to work in power. Amen. Now, um, Mr. Jairus, okay, Something occurred with him, something occurred to him. And what occurred to him was, was a means for Jesus to buttress what I've been teaching you. Okay? Jesus the Christ demonstrated that we were called to walk in power. We were called to walk in power. No matter what anyone is saying, no matter what everyone is saying, don't you let go of that faith that you have in God. Hallelujah, somebody. Are you still here? With Mr. Jairus, it occurred. Everyone who's already saying she's dead, she's gone. She's dead, she's gone. There was no need for you bringing the teacher again anymore because she's gone. She's gone. Okay, let me start the story for you properly. 
So, so, okay. Jairus, okay, let me lead you to the book. Turn Babus with me to St. Mark. Let's start from the fifth chapter. And let's begin from the 22nd verse. Alright. Now, you've got notice about Jairus, okay? Jairus was a leader, yeah, in the local synagogue. Okay, so, you know, he, he, he went to meet Jesus. He fell down at his feet. You know, Jairus was desperate. You know what that means? He was ready to do anything for his child to get healed. And I'm so sure he might have tried so many options. Alright? But up to no avail. And then he went in search of Jesus and found him. And he fell down before him. Okay? So in desperation he was pleading. He was pleading with Jesus. He was pleading. He said, please come heal my little daughter. Come heal my little daughter. She's, she's sick and she's about to die. He was saying all of these things in desperation. Okay? He says, please come. Please. Because I know so well that by just laying your hands on her, she will live and she won't die. This was what Mr. Jairo said. She will live and she won't die. Hallelujah. Are you still here? So Jesus went with him. Jesus went with him. Alright, so you know, some Christians, you you might as well be passing through things like that of Mr. Jairus, or even something greater than that of Mr. Jairus. And you're not beginning to drown inside of all of these things. Because ignorantly you don't know who you are. You don't know who you are. You don't know you have the power to change that situation. You have the power to turn that situation around and make it be in your own favor. You don't know. So what you're doing is you you keep you keep him mute. You keep him mute. Some even say, um, um, since that's what God wants, since that's what God wants, let it continue. Yeah, I know, I know God sent God allowed challenges come our way for the reason of um, um, training us, okay, you know, we've thought that here, to, to test our faith, and that's a um, given opportunity for our endurance to grow, you know, because the Bible says once our endurance is fully developed, we'll be able to, we'll be strong in character, and be able to face anything, yeah, I understood that, but there's some situation that God wants you to take action on, God wants you to rebuke that situation, this is not me challenging you now, or this is not challenges now. But God wants you to walk in power and rebuke that situation. You rebuke it. Hi there, my name is Elisha, the founder of The Witnesses Podcast. Okay, okay, okay. I'm using this medium to talk to you about the author's book show. What we do is we bring authors on and interview them on their titles. Okay, so we post it on our podcast channel basically for our listeners to go listen and get a grasp of a copy all right if you know you haven't heard about witnesses podcast before here is an opportunity given to you go and search for witnesses podcast on spotify or apple podcast or amazon music and ensure you look for the author's book show and click and listen any of the titles you fall in love with get a grasp of a copy thank you bye take for instance god would never 
whatever wants you seek. So when you start to believe that your sickness is God given, mm, that's what God wants. So whenever I want, anyone, whenever I want to take it away from me, He will take it away. That's what God wants. That's you walking in total ignorance. God doesn't want you sick. Be it poverty. Then you say, um, whenever God wants to give me his riches, it's fine. Um, I, I will be in it. I will, be, I will keep enduring. I will keep enduring. Whenever he gives me his wealth, it's fine with me. That's you talking out of ignorance. Oh, no. That's you talking out of ignorance. Amen. Okay, now let's continue. Let's continue. Let's go ahead. Okay, so Jesus, you see, Jesus agreed to follow him. Not that. Not because Jesus doesn't have something to do. Or because, or because Jesus was so free. No, but because Jesus ate sickness. Jesus ate sickness. He gives no room for sickness in the bodies of his children, in the bodies of people. Jesus hates sickness. All right. So while they were on the way, a woman who has been suffering from hemorrhage for 12 years and she spent all that she has all that she had doctors she spent so much money treating herself medically so much money all that she has everything on that sickness yet it refuses to leave so she's at about jesus okay she knew he is the christ he is the healer he is the great physician he is powerful she, she's gotten those those beautiful knowledge of who christ is Okay, so she made up her mind that if I'm able to touch the hem of his garment, I'm so sure. Oh man, are you getting? Are you still here? If I am able to touch the hem of his garment, I am so sure that I will be healed. Are you still here? Then she put it to work. It's not just about you, Hawthorne. It's not just about you saying it. It's not just about you imagining it. No, you've got to put it to work. You've got to put... Some people say, I am healed in Jesus' name. And the moment they say that word, the next thing you start to hear them say, Oh, no, I feel so much pain right now. Oh, oh, how my head is banging. After you've said you're healed in Jesus' name, you've got to put your faith to action. I am healed in Jesus' name. Even though you're still feeling pain, you've got to speak faithfully. I am healed in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I am healed. I am healed. Not you. After praying, um, you start to say, I, I don't know, I, I feel so sick. I, no. You've got to put what you believe in action. Just like that woman did. She believed that if she is able to touch the hem of Jesus' garment, she will be healed. And she put her belief to action. Since you believe that Jesus can heal you, then you've got to put your belief in action by uttering faithful words. Even when you're having migraine, you're telling yourself that I am healed in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So after she, she, she ex- executed what she intended in her heart and it came to bars, immediately the blood dried up. Immediately. What she's been nursing for over 12 years without any change, or any changes instantly it didn't even take Christ up to an hour because the Bible says immediately a problem deserved hallelujah are you still here are you are you learning at all this this power is made available 
it is left to you to believe or not. It is made available for you. You've got to walk in it. All right. So, after she got it, Jesus felt that the healing, healing virtue or healing power left him. And he asked, who touched me? His disciples, you know, that time they were not yet um, um, spiritually filled. So they didn't understand what was going on. So Jesus knew someone, someone touched me because healing power left his body. Then they were like, look at how pressed up we have with crowds and you saying who touched you. How do we want to know who touched you? But Jesus was looking because someone touched me. I felt something leave my body. Healing power. Then the woman came out and Jesus told her, Man, my faith has made the whole. Hallelujah. Okay, so after that, while he was speaking to that woman, a messenger from Mr. Jairus' house came and he told Mr. Jairus, he said, Your daughter is dead. Can you can you try to imagine? How Mr. Jairus must have felt that very moment. Mr. Jairus, that moment, a desperate man. He just tried everything. He doesn't even care anymore. He's so desperate to get healing for his daughter. Now, him getting the message that he just lost his daughter. Can you try to imagine how he must have felt? Can you try to imagine what was what was going through his mind? Can you try to imagine that? Now that messenger now said there is no need or there is no use troubling the teacher now there is no there is no use because she's dead you know you might be in a situation you might be in a a a, a phase of life where you feel like there is nothing jesus can do for you no i i think this is something i can handle my own self there is nothing jesus can do okay <laughs> you see you see you've got to understand it it's your profession, something you learned. You're a professional, but you're having difficulties in arranging some certain things or in working out some certain things. And you feel Jesus knows nothing about it. No, this is my own business. Woo! I pity you. You know why? Because that messenger said, there is no need troubling the teacher. So when you kick Jesus out of things, minor things, minor things, it's like you say, you know, no, this is my business. I learned it, so I've got to sort it out. And you keep trying, nothing is working, and you feel, no, there's no need to, to, to bring Jesus into this. I pity you. I pity you. Had it been Mr. Jairus, I listened to his messenger, that little girl will die. And there will be no way back. There will be no remedy. She's going to die for you. She will die and never come back. I tell you, no matter how minor it is, talk to Jesus about it. He's willing to help. Okay, let's let's move further. Then Jesus, then Jesus said something. Jesus ignored what that messenger said. Then he looked at Jairus. Then he told Jairus, he said, he looked at Mr. Jairus and he said to him, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Just trust me. First, trust me. Do not be afraid. You must not get afraid at all. Just trust me. Hallelujah. <laughs> this is the truth. This is the truth. I don't know what's going on in my life anymore. 
Same things seem so difficult. Jesus is telling you, do not be afraid. Just trust me. I don't know if it's going to work out. I'm so confused. Jesus is putting his word to you. Do not be afraid. Just trust me. I don't know if my marriage is going to work out. I'm getting confused. Jesus is putting his word to you. Do not be afraid. Just trust me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey, Takodi Bashatosa. Hallelujah. All right. Now, Jesus was able to, to um, convince the man. Because I bet if he wasn't convinced, he would have told Jesus. No, no, no. There is no need for me to trust you. The child is gone. Sorry for stressing you. Teacher, you get that. <laughs> Fast forward to when Jesus got to the house. A lot of people crying, mourning. All right. And Jesus, he, he, he told the girl's father. Okay, he took the girl's father and mother and three of his disciples into the room where the dead girl was lying. Hmm. Hallelujah. Okay, so that was six of them in the room with the dead girl. And Jesus held her hand. Said to her, said, get up, little girl. Get up, little girl. And the Bible says, and the girl who was 12 years of old or 12 years of age, immediately, immediately stood up and walked around. Her parents were absolutely overwhelmed. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh God. Hallelujah. Praise be unto the most high. You see that? We were called to walk in power. And Jesus demonstrated it. We were called to. Called to. So from Mr. Jairus' story, I bet you, you, you understood some certain things. Don't say because I'm a professional in this field. There is no need for Jesus to interfere. You are confused. You don't know what to do again, even though you're a professional. You don't know what to do. You don't know how to go about it. Talk to Jesus. Have you forgotten what we just read? And how the messenger said, there is no use troubling the master, the, the, the teacher. That means tell the teacher to go back home because the child is dead. Because in their own reasoning, they feel like there is nothing that can happen again. This is the end. No need stressing the master. Your profession, you're good at it, but you don't know what's going on. Talk to Jesus about it. Talk to Jesus about it. You always seek every time, time to time, you always fall in sick. Talk to Jesus about it. You've got the power inside of you. Just make use of that power. Make good use of the power inside of you. Don't let sickness um, 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 over, over, overshadow you. Don't let sickness, um, don't, don't you ever sink on sickness. No, don't you ever, don't you ever. Rebuke that sickness in the name of Jesus. Rebuke it. Rebuke it. Jesus doesn't want you sick. No, 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 a doll, he doesn't want you sick. You have the power inside of you. Thank you so very much for listening. God bless you. Watch out for the next series. 
venomous snake. Oh, okay, venomous beast. That's our next series. Watch out. Thank you so very much and God bless you. Don't forget the author's book show is still on, still available, still running, still running, running, running. And our author that we brought on at the Hancock, such a great author. You know, you haven't got in a grasp of Sister Lost, go get it. It's available on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca. Thank you so very much and God bless you. Don't forget, he name will live, move, and have a been. Shalom. Thank you for tuning in to this incredible episode. Your support means the world to us, and we truly value you. We look forward to having you join us for the next episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Your feedback is greatly appreciated.